are the one, two, three, Star Losers! What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports, so I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. What's up, everyone? I'm Eddie, and I know the least about sports. I'm just your average sports watcher. I'm your fan. I just don't know the who's who's or the what's what's. What's up, you guys? I am Ray. I'm from the north. I love to ice hockey. I mean, excuse me. I love to ice fish. I love to play hockey. I love to play football. If you go to a bar and a guy's drinking beer, that is me. A question real quick about hockey. I always get confused. So what is icing? That I don't know yet. I've been <laughs> you to so got, wait, wait, hold on. You don't understand what icing is? I don't. I've been to so many hockey games, I still haven't figured hey, it out yet. But he's from the north. And he loves, he loves hockey, hockey. But he doesn't know what icing is. I didn't say is. I know all the rules, but there are these weird random stuff that I haven't figured out yet about That's the not, sport. Icing is not random then and weird. Te- I feel like it happens all the time. Then they, we'll know it once and for all. What is I believe it? if it goes more than three lines... Without touching someone, that's icing. Icing. Okay. So you yes. can't just shoot it down the ice. I thought, right. it, I thought it was I, like, I don't know if it's three lines or two lines, but when I watch it, it looks like three lines because it's always when you're in the defensive zone and you shoot the puck down to the other end, and so you it looks like three lines to me. Eddie, you didn't think it was like when the puck gets ice on it or anything? No, I, well, kind of. I thought when like the skaters stop real quick and they shave the ice on the player and it's like, <laughs> ah, icing. <laughs> can't throw ice on another player. Oh, I do like that when they do that. Like, yeah, I try to do that's it. That's not icing. No, I, I do. Last time I was uh, ice skating because my oh. son was playing hockey. I got on the I got on the ice and I tried to do that, but my blades weren't sharp enough, so I couldn't. It's uh, it's when you shoot the puck across the center red line and the opposing team's goal line. So it really is only two lines, but it has to go through the center line and then that line back there by their goal. Hmm. Interesting. That's it. Yeah, that's what you listen to this podcast for. To learn yeah, you about learn. Stuff. I, I I watch it and I understand what it is. I know. Okay, that's going to be icing. I couldn't have told you that. It's kind of like offsides in soccer, mm. which is hard to. When you watch soccer, you're like, why do they keep blowing the whistle? And if you watch it long enough, you'll learn. And that's right. how icing is. Hey, and do you guys want to hear something cool real quick? Yeah, I do want to hear something we cool. Play, Tell me something cool, Ray. Hey, we played that intro of us doing how we always start the show. Well, this guy named Tim, his kid Easton, does the intro. Easton. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, oh, when we do it, he's do it. Here you go. We are the one, two, three, Sean Lennon! Well, let's play it again and everybody be quiet. We are the one, two, three, Sean Lennon! Guys, we, we taught him how to count. That might be the best clip we have ever played on this show, and I feel like that means people actually listen. Like that the kid knows how to do it, they listen a lot. Easton, hit it one more time. We are the one, two, three, Sean That's amazing. Man, that's amazing. That may, mean, may need to be our new intro. I, that's making me tear it's up a little bit. It's just the kid. It's not even us anymore. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, we'd like to start the show off. With a little game called... Hold on, hold on. Hey, Easton, if you're listening, do it with us. Yeah, All Easton, right. if you're listening. Okay, he only knows numbers. He doesn't know the words oh, yet. Oh, okay, okay. Right. Oh, we play a game called... Would you, you rather? Game on! Would you rather be an Olympic gold medalist or a Nobel Peace Prize winner? Ooh. Ooh, it's a tough one. I'm going to go with a Nobel Peace Prize winner. Why? Because I really don't know what it is, but only cool people have it. And they go down in history. Like, people know Nobel Prize 
Peace Prize winners. Name me one. Sir Isaac Newton. Did he really win one? I have no idea. But I feel like those smart people are the ones that have it. Olympic athletes, if you're good at skiing, if you're good at shooting a rifle while you're skiing, like you get an Olympic gold medal. Big deal. My turn. Guys, give me the Olympic gold medal. The Peace Prize means that you have brought peace to an unbelievably great amount of people. That is so, so hard to be that much of an influencer and a peacemaker in in the world. That is so hard. I'm going to go with the Olympic athlete. I've snowboarded. I've skied. I'm a lot closer when it comes to Olympic athletics than I am with being somebody that's going to just calm nations. The I'm world. A, I want to be a gold medalist. It's a lot more attainable for me because I, I. There are times I think, man, I should have kept doing snowboarding. Man, I should still be skiing downhill like I used to. But the peace prize, I don't know exactly what it involves. That seems so hard. And you can't go drink on the weekends if you're a noble peace prize winner. You have to live this perfect life forever. And it's not noble. It's Nobel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. So here. I would rather be a Olympic no. gold medalist oh. because people know who the Olympic gold medalists are. Nobody knows who Nobel Peace Prize winners are. I understand it's a great distinction and it means you accomplish something amazing, but I have no idea who you are. There's not a big ceremony on TV. They don't have all these opening ceremonies for the Nobel Peace Prize awards. They just write them in a, on an article on the internet and that's what all you get. Olympic gold medalists, they're on TV, they're on Wheaties boxes, people know them, they go on the speaking circuit, and everybody wants to wear your gold medal. No one has ever said, hey, can I check out your Nobel Peace Prize? Do you even get anything, or is it just a piece of paper? Um, they probably have medals. It's it's such a prestigious award that's rarely given out. There has to be some token that if people are gifted. When they get it. And how do you nominate for a Nobel Peace Prize? How do you get into the process? I don't know anything about it. I'm sure it's great. And I'm congrats to all those Nobel Peace Prize winners, but I guarantee you they'd give it up to be an Olympic gold medalist. And on my betting site, you know who they had as the front runner for, I guess, maybe next year's Peace Prize winner? Donald Trump. He had the best odds of anybody listed on there. Uh, for, what, for, for what? For Peace? Peace Prize. I guess they're giving out the award <laughs> next year, or maybe here before the end of the year. He was the front runner in the odds for the next Nobel Peace Prize. Did you bet on that? No. <laughs> Why not? Because we don't even know what it is. But we don't li- even know. But listen, Greg Winter, he was a winner. Do you know who he is? No. He's a chemist. Frances Arnold, another chemist. She won. James Allison, Physics. Guys, I don't know who any of these people are. Exactly. That's why. Ma- uh, Mother Teresa. How often are they giving out? Yearly? I, I, I think every this. couple months, right? No, 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 no. Then, then there'd be a crap load of winners. Well, I there, think there's a crap load of winners because I think there's different categories. You know Bob Dylan won one for poetry, and he never picked it up. <laughs> See, I love that, dude. So you can win a Nobel Peace Prize for writing a poet, poem? Okay, go ahead. Write me a poem right now. Roses are red, violets are That's blue. That's not original. Don't start. No. Just start over. What? Start over. Pe- I just did. Go. Roses are red. Oh, boy. I don't know poetry, but I'm saying, I don't. how does that exactly, win a Nobel Peace Prize? Because it's hard to, to write poetry. But how does that win a Nobel Peace Prize? No, I think that. How I, does that bring peace to the world? I think peace is one of them. Who would you rather have on the show, an Olympic athlete or a Nobel Peace Prize winner? I would definitely rather have an Olympic athlete, yeah, a gold the, medalist. No. Can you imagine how boring the Nobel Peace Prize winner would be? No, guys, it sounds boring, but you got to ask, like, if you ask them good questions, they'll have good answers. You'll be like, like, like the chemist, like, how do I. 
how do I blow this computer up? Oh, well, it was quite actually, simple, actually. That's a very interesting question you asked me. It's a little combination of CO2 and H2O. And then you're like, let's do it right now. And then he blows it up. What's the athlete going to tell you? It'd be uh, awesome. I practiced every day. Oh, yeah. How much did you party after you won that uh, medal? I partied a bunch. And after I won, I crushed a beer can in my head. Oh, oh, oh. Like... That's dumb. Like, okay, you practice. You're a great skier. Like, big deal. You run fast. Cool. These Nobel winners, they're smart, man. Athletes can be smart, too. You know that, right? No. Really? Yes, they really can. And I'm, I'm just oh, saying. Oh, I run fast. I, I'd rather be put on the world stage of the Olympics, sort of like Tiger and Phil were on the world stage on Come Friday. On. What a disaster. <laughs> Wait, what? So, so what happened? It was an absolute Who train it? wreck. Who no, I didn't watch it. Okay, Did I you followed, watch it? Oh, I followed it on Twitter. I wasn't going to watch it. But apparently you get your money back now yes, if you bought it. If you bought it, you now get your money back. Because they had so many problems with trying to show it and too many people logging in and people waiting for help trying to, hey, so they are going to give people their money back that ordered the pay-per-view special. And what a disaster it was. I was reading stuff on Twitter how it was just so boring because they're just walking in between holes and there's no commercial. So it's just a bunch of dead time, them walking to their shots. And then to top it all off, top it all off. They have to go to extra holes. They went to 22 holes. It was dark, wasn't it? It was dark, so they had to go to the practice area and get floodlights because they didn't have enough. They, they, so they didn't play normal holes the last three holes or something they like that. They said one of the last holes was 90 yards. Yes, they went to the yeah. practice green and teed off from there. That's like a par three course. That's what we play in Austin when we get beers. <laughs> Peter Pan. So, <laughs> Peter Pan part so three. So it goes 22 hey, the holes. windmill? <laughs> I mean, Make what? it in the whale hole in the top, and it's a hole. If in you one. hit it in the clown face, you get a point and a free hot dog. <laughs> I mean, just but, so but crazy. My question though is that it's Vegas, right? Why start the 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 match at two, knowing that there's a chance that it's a skins game? So knowing there's a chance it could go over, and it's going to get dark on you. Start it at noon. But you realize that golf. All of the f- leaders on Sunday, there's always the chance it's going to get dark, so they probably just wanted to follow the lines of golf. Every Sunday at 2 is when right. the winter starts. That's start. usually when it starts. Is they tee off later in the afternoon so people get done what right. they're, they're doing, in the, and it's perfect, But it did because they're back from Black Friday shopping. That's what they're thinking. They're going to sit down and watch it, but then they can't even watch it because their streaming stuff messed up. So, hey, we experienced technical difficulties. Here's your money back. So not only that, then Phil Mickelson wins. Who cares once again? He was the underdog. Surprising. That is pretty cool. You could have won some big money if you bet on him. I love that Phil Mickelson won, by the way. Really? Yeah. I mean, because everyone expected Tiger to win. What? It, 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 like, I don't understand what's the big deal. Like, I read something that he won $9 million, okay? And if you equate that to the average American, the average American, that's like winning $1,600. Oh, because of his oh, wealth. How much because of his made. wealth. But, so it doesn't make it, it doesn't even make okay, a difference. So same thing when a Super Bowl quarterback wins a Super Bowl. Like, that's great. It's like him winning five bucks. Like, same thing. It's still a big deal. No. How how much interest did you have in it? Did you follow? I, would, along? I tried to buy it and then I follow along on Twitter, but and, and that all, explains it. None of us bought it. I, that, try, I that tried, tells no, you how awesome I really it was. tried to buy it, and I and I went into this saying I was not going to buy. It. I have no interest in it. But once we were there, we were in a cabin in the middle of Kentucky. Nothing going on. It was the day after Thanksgiving. We we're like, what do we do today? You want to fish? Mm, you guys want to buy that 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 match? Okay, let's try. But the TV we had there like didn't work. And so we're like we can't buy it and we're not going to do it on a laptop. So I wanted to buy it and I was I followed it on Twitter and people were just like is this actually kind of fun to watch? 
I saw a lot of posts coming down saying that this is actually a lot more fun than I thought it would be. I think it was mixed. I was seeing that it was fun. I was seeing that Charles Barkley, I guess he was commentating occasionally, and they were saying he was hilarious. Well, like, he's he was, always hilarious. I could watch Charles Barkley do anything. He, he's really funny on TV. He does a good job. But I just don't understand how it, people found it interesting when it's just two guys. Because usually when you watch a golf tournament, they're cutting back and forth yes. between every golfer, so you don't realize how long it takes in between shots, how long it takes them to walk to the ball, measure it out. This, you saw it all, so there's so much dead time, and there wasn't even that much trash talk, and when it was, it was like, they didn't really talk to each other, I hear, so it was just kind of like, okay, this is so awesome. Then the fact they have to go to extra holes, and then they have to play the practice area. Like, what What a train wreck. It was a train wreck from the beginning. It ended up to be a train wreck, and I hope they never do this again. And, and I heard neither one of them played good. It was crappy golf. Right, it was golf. crap <laughs> golf. Right, really? Crap golf. Yes. They were saying they were missing shots left and right. It was just garbage. I did see that chip in that Tiger had to kind of to tie it up, which is, I guess, a big deal. I don't know. That was towards the end. I, I still it was on haven't, the 17th hole. I haven't seen one highlight yet. Neither have I. <laughs> I haven't I mean, watched the highlights. And I've watched Sports Center and stuff. I just have maybe they didn't have access to it. I haven't seen it. Do they show fight highlights after a UFC? Um, fight? Sometimes it's just pictures. They don't have access right, to so the video. That would be the same maybe thing. It, maybe that's what it is. But I love though how they had to give it or they decided to give everybody their money back. Oh, uh, we charged fifteen dollars. <laughs> uh, here's your money back. Here's guys. a train wreck. Yeah, and and now, I mean, don't ever do that again. And then you go to the college football this weekend and oh Amazing. My gosh. Amazing. Oh my God. It is pure chaos now. Which is great. For the playoffs. We didn't want it to be boring. We just go to the finals. It's Michigan, Notre Dame, Clemson, Alabama, boom, boom, boom. Now it's crazy. Now it's crazy. And so it is down because Ohio State put the beat I mean, down. Put the on. beat down on Michigan. I mean, where did that Ohio State come from, dude? Where did Michigan go? Coach, on a lonely Saturday night, I had Ohio State to win money line against Purdue and they got beat by 30. Like, where was that Ohio State team in this game on Saturday? Because this game on Saturday, Ohio State was amazing. They look like one of the best teams in college football, dude. That, the, and Ohio State does not need to be in the playoff before the exact reason. They lost to Purdue. Bad. By like 30, 20, 30 points. I don't know. We do not need them in the playoff. We do not need Oklahoma in the playoff. I mean, they are. It's like tackling is a disease, and they don't want to catch it. Yeah, they don't. They're not they, good at tackling. They, I mean, they just move out of the way. It seems like when there's <laughs> mm-hmm. someone coming, like ah, no, just go ahead and score. It looks like they're throwing games away. It's really weird. It's like they have the over in every game they play <laughs> yes. because they do not tackle anybody. No, the announcers will say if you watch an Oklahoma game, they're like, okay, all Oklahoma has to do is stop them, and they'll probably win this game. Like they can't stop the team that they're playing ever. But that, that offense is fun to watch. No, their offense is fun to watch. But against West Virginia, it was it was like they were missing tackles on purpose, trying to get out of the way. We do not want either of those teams in the playoffs. There's a chance, though. Right. <laughs> there is a chance. So if Oklahoma beats Texas this weekend and Ohio State beats Northwestern, then it comes down the, to the committee picking which one of those teams they think is better. And I don't think either one of them should be in the Michigan? playoffs. No, no Michigan's oh, out. Okay, they're they're done, Michigan's though. out. See, they're gone. If you're Michigan, you went from being in the fine to into the playoff to you're donezo. Yes, you're done. You're not even in the Big Ten Correct. championship. Okay, so they're not even in the discussion. No, okay. they're done. They're out. See you, Michigan. Have fun. It was a good year. One game. You won, you won 10 games, I believe. That's a good season. All right, but you're not playing for the national title. So this is what we want to happen. 
This is what needs to happen. Georgia needs to beat, beat Alabama. Alabama in the SEC title and game. And then it's complete chaos. No. Oh. Then, well, it, no, no. You walked right into that one. No, it, it, hey, Dang it. It is complete chaos, but this is what I think happens. Then it's Clemson, Notre Dame, Georgia, and Alabama in the top four. Ohio State and Oklahoma stay home. But Georgia has to win. But Georgia Alabama. has to All win. Right. So you're talking if you can fix the whole thing. If, and, if, 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 if I you had the, it your way. Yes, if I am the playoff committee, this is what I want because that tells me who the best four teams are. If they can beat Alabama, they deserve to be in the first, the final four, and Alabama also deserves to be in the final four. So we don't even have to sit down and argue who is better, Ohio State or or Oklahoma, because they then we can go put them in a New Year's Day Bowl and let them play each other, and we can see that garbage. We don't want it in the playoff. Here's boys. the problem. I think though. Oklahoma gets into the Final Four. Here's if the, they beat Texas. Yeah. Here's the problem. If Georgia comes out of nowhere and beats Alabama, everyone's going to be like, okay, smells fishy. Give me a break. Then it's going to be like, this is what they wanted. There's no way that Georgia's going to beat Alabama. So Ohio State's got, they're going to vote Ohio State in, and everyone hates Ohio it's State. It's not right Ohio now. State. I don't think they're going with Ohio everyone State. Everyone hates Ohio State right now. So it's going to be the most hated team in the Final Four. Right? Yeah. I mean, no, if Ohio State got in, people would hate that. Ohio, oh, how I hate Ohio State. They chant that <laughs> if you're from the North. All the time, but I think that's 30-point loss to Purdue kills Ohio State. But if Oklahoma loses to Texas, then they have to go with Ohio State. Which they have a good chance of losing. And here's the thing. Here's what even – I mean, this is what – Oh my God! But we're happy we're having this discussion. We are happy because it was about to be real yeah, boring. Right. It was oh, about it's to Michigan, be... Notre Dame, Clemson, Alabama. Alabama wins the national championship. Right. But now it's crazy a little bit, a little wacky. Right. But, but let's say they both win. Let's say Ohio State and Oklahoma win. Alabama wins. So it's down to Oklahoma versus Ohio State. Oklahoma. Okay. Do you put them in? Yes. Yeah, because they're a big, big football school. Guess who's bigger? Ohio State. Yeah. And you got to understand, this is still about revenue and TV ratings. Correct. So it and comes. You down, need that villain in there. It comes down to those two. Who are you going to put in? Oklahoma lost to Texas, a ranked opponent rivalry game, neutral field. Ohio State got blown out by unranked Purdue. Mm-hmm. Who would you put in? You got to put Oklahoma in. They are so no. high flying. They're amazing. I'm just telling you, committee's putting Oklahoma in. I'm that's I'm seeing it right now. If if these if these things happen where Georgia beats Alabama and stuff like that, then no. But what I'm saying is Oklahoma's in. It ain't Ohio State. It's Oklahoma. Like and Ohio State just hooked up Oklahoma. You're right. We needed this drama, but let's be real. After all this is done, Alabama's just going to school whoever like is left. Like so, it doesn't really really matter. But right now, it is exciting. But at the end of the day, it's like okay, well then whoever ends up playing Alabama is going to lose the whole thing anyway. I mean, how's Tua's leg? Is he Tua okay? is good. He's, He's good. good. Did you yeah. see him roll all Auburn this weekend? They crushed him. Don't worry about it. Tua is good. But if this is, I was so, if Alabama wins and Oklahoma and Ohio State win, I was ready to go ahead and put UCF in over those two. They just ju- lost their quarterback. I was ready oh. to until Mackenzie Milton, oh, suffered a gruesome leg injury. I watched that. You don't want to see it. They said he had surgery for a, quote, traumatic leg injury. Awful to see. Awful to see. I didn't want UCF in there at all, but if it was going to come down to Ohio State and Oklahoma, I was going to put UCF in just so we didn't have to see those two schools battle. I didn't want either of them in. Because this, but now UCF, I'm sorry, but you may go out and beat Memphis in the championship game of your conference, 
But you can't play with the big boys. And it's another year they haven't got respect. But it's they're a, not going to get that respect. they got to play tougher teams. they got to play they, tougher teams. They're in the running, though, and I like that. It's cool. They're not in the running, are sure they? Sure they are. They're I mean, always, they're in the top they're always, 10. They're okay. Yeah, top 10 out of 200 schools. That's like, cool. That's great. That is great. Yeah. Great. So, yeah, so we, we got big championship weekend. And, I mean, it was just chaos. We said, I thought Michigan was going to roll Ohio State. If you did not watch that Ohio State-Michigan game, you're, like, you're crazy because that was must-see TV. I tried to watch every minute of that game because I think from the very opening kick to the end of the game, my mouth was just wide. I was like, I cannot believe they just put up 60 points on Michigan. Oh, my gosh, I cannot believe they're ahead by 30. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe they're about to give up this lead and it's about to be tied at halftime because that guy just fumbled on the two. That game was awesome. Yes. Another game that was awesome. Texas A&M, LSU. Okay, what wow. happened? Like, I couldn't watch the game. I was doing something, but I kept refreshing my, my sports center, my ESPN app, and I was like, okay, it must be stuck. Like my, I was so frustrated with my phone because the stupid game never ended. Oh, so here's the funniest part. A&M throws what looks like a game-ending interception. LSU intercepts it. The guy starts running it back, and he just gives himself up, goes down. They... Do the Gatorade bath on the head coach Ed Orgeron. They throw, they bring the Gatorade and they dump it on him. Celebrate the win. After further review, the quarterback's knee was down before he threw the ball. Oh, so and the coach and, is standing there with Gatorade. So off. the LSU coach is drenched in Gatorade, standing there soaking <laughs> wet in College Station, where it was probably 45, 50 degrees. So he's cold. And then AM goes down and scores the tying touchdown to go to overtime. Then I believe they go to like seven overtimes. Yeah. And he is still sitting over there soaking, soaking wet. wet. How much time bef- be- between his soaking? His- oh, probably an hour. Oh, my God. He was there. It was the highest scoring college game in the history of the world. Was 70 to something? What was it? 70? 76, 74, something like that. <laughs> so he is soaking wet. And they end up losing the game. And so you have to go shake Jimbo Fisher's hand, and you're all sticky because you're covered in Gatorade. Yeah, you're sticky because it's all sugar. Hilarious. I I had no dog in the fight, but the fact that he had to go shake the other coach's hand after receiving the Gatorade bath, hilarious. Humiliation. And that's why college football has it right with the overtimes. In the NFL, it would have been a tie. You know, that's awesome that it was college football. Yeah. No, it not, not necessarily would have been a tie. Sure. Yeah. In the NFL? How would it have been a tie? Because they would have tied. How many overtimes? They went seven overtimes, right? Yeah, but they scored in every overtime. Oh, good point. So so how does it work in the NFL? When does when do they shut it down and call it a tie? Okay, well, When the time runs out. In the NFL, it wouldn't have ended in a tie. It would have ended in like two seconds, but it wouldn't have been the greatest college game right. in the history of the world well, with I don't the NFL know. rules. Yeah. I get it. Because in, in the NFL... I just think it, they should always start how they do with college football. That's how you should start the overtimes. Well, but in the NFL... You know how hard it would be for them not to score from the 25-yard line? That'd be so they have much... kickers that kick 50-yard field goals like it's nothing. I know. That'd so, be so entertaining, though. Team I... starts at the 20, dude? That'd be dope. <laughs> I mean, the over-unders would be 150 every yeah. game. But, I mean, that's what they're doing with basketball. Who cares? Yes. But, so, then, no, then, th- that w- great game, whatever. I don't even care who won. Like, it was great, entertaining. Who won? A&M? A&M right. won. The aftermath of the game was what is crazy. The fight the on the fight, field. Yeah. There was a big fight. There's a big fight. So the AM storms the field, right? And then all of a sudden there's punches being thrown between Kevin Falk, who's uh works for LSU, played in the NFL, 
and some unknown person from A&M. Apparently, Jimbo Fisher's nephew, Jimbo Fisher's the head coach of A&M, punched an LSU assistant in the chest who has Parkinson's. Oh. And Kevin Falk, who works for LSU, said, uh-uh. He's a director of player development. This is the guy with Parkinson's. No, he Kevin Falk is player. Okay, okay. He, the other guy's an assistant coach. Saw this and starts throwing fists at Cole Fisher. So these are coaches fighting. Yeah, well, Jimbo Fisher's nephew, just his nephew, is just here. Look at him. There is, I mean, this is a fight. Like he he is punching Jimbo Dang. Fisher. So here's my thing. If Jimbo Fisher's nephew is he should never be allowed to go to another AM game ever. He should not be allowed back in Kyle Field, period. And Be- you said the fans stormed, right? Yes, the fans uh, stormed. I and hope he- they don't rule out fans storming the well, field. Well, they got fined $50,000. They always get fined and never does anything. Right. But what if this is what Who leads? gets fined? The team? The, the school. school oh but it doesn't the, matter. Thing. They, they just pay it real quick like and don't care bucks. about it. But I want A&M officials, if you're listening to this. They're not. Cole Fisher <laughs> should never be given a sideline pass again. For sure. And he is never allowed in Kyle Field to watch a football game again. Agreed. Again. You can't get on a fight on the field and still be allowed back Exactly. In the venue. Just because you're the coach's nephew does not mean you can go out there punching people. Exactly. Like, I mean, maybe he had a few beverages or something and he thought, oh, I'm macho and I'm going to start punching LSU people because it's a big win. Celebrate seven OTs. But Cole Fisher, you are now banned from Kyle Field. That is it. End of story. If you want to be serious about this, I don't care. Ban him. Sorry, nephew. You think you're entitled to come out here on Kyle Field and, you know, look at me. I'm a hot shot. Yeah. Hot shot. Watch it from your couch. See ya. Dang. And he has unbelievable access, too. Unbelievable access. Sorry. All gone. Can't have that. He could still watch a game, though, right? Like from the from the stands? No. No longer allowed in the stadium because if a fan went down on the field and was punching people, they would be banned from the stadium. So Cole Fisher, you're banned from the stadium. But we've talked about this. You talk about banning people from places. You can't hide him. You can't stop him from wearing a mustache and some glasses and like a hat. Like the dude can right. walk in. Right. His- if he wants to take a chance and walk in and someone catches him, he's arrested for trespassing. Whoa! That's it. You put the ban in place. And if he comes in, he's taking a chance of getting arrested. If someone recognizes him and they want to be serious about it. You better bet your butt I'd be walking in there with some hat and like sunglasses. I'm a big yeah, even fan. when you get banned from a bar, you try, try to get back to in. Oh, you go back in. I understand, I understand what you're saying. That same night. <laughs> sure. Kick me out. I come back with a cane. All right. I've got seat. <laughs> Section 402. Okay. You're just a little All good. right, Jim yes. Fisher. Get out of here. So I, that's me. I think he's out. Get him out of here. See you later. Another thing I found crazy during the LSU game. I mean, I am fired up, guys. I have not seen. Uh, did you watch tell. that whole game, or were you following it on the phone? No, I watched it. I watched the overtime. I watched the Spurs blow the lead to the Bucks, and then I flipped over and watched the game-winning drive uh, for or game-tying drive of A and M, and then watched all oh, of overtime. You over had at, a sports weekend so at the bit, box house. Busy Saturday night. Huh? I was over at Garrett's house, man. We were watching it. He grilled some fajitas up on the grill, and we. I mean, we were crushing life. So, Leonard Fournette, who plays for the Jacksonville Jaguars, his little brother is a running back for LSU. His name is Leonard Fournette. Okay. <laughs> Leonard and Leonard? I mean, come on. Guys, that is like the exact same name. Agreed. Like, how... <laughs> like, they just took a couple letters out and called him Leonard, Leonard and Leonard. Leonard Leonard. Leonard. Hmm. I mean, is he... And I was I like... you're talking about his fight. Because he was well, in a fight Well, he well. was in a fight, too. Yeah. But this was, this was on Saturday before the fight happened. Right. I was just like... 
there's no way that's really his brother. That has to be his cousin or something. And they're his brother. Wow. What? A, I mean, come on. Can we not get a little more creative? I mean, coach, that's, we, that, that's their family decision. Dude, what do you sometimes want to you just got to realize people I mean, are busy. A kid gets popped out and they're telling you, hey, you only have today. You have to decide the kid's name. Right. I don't know. We, I like Leonard. Hey, I like Leonard. Hey, we need a name. Let's I like, go. Okay, I like Leonard. I love calling uh, him Leonard. Well, ask Leonard. Leonard, what do you think? Leonard? Okay, perfect. Don't. I like how it flows off the tongue, Leonard. Let's just call him Leonard. Done. Leonard. They write it down. It's over. Yeah. Shocking news, though. Yeah. USC head coach keeps his job. After a terrible season? After a terrible, I believe, four and six season. I told you guys at the beginning of the year that he was going, he was going to have a bad year and he would get fired. I just... They were ranked in the top 25 to start the season, and they do what they do, lose, 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 and they look terrible. And he kept his job, and everybody can't believe it. But then you go down to Texas Tech, Cliff Kingsbury, out as Texas I Tech was, head coach. I was shocked to see this. He's the Halloween guy that everybody goes dressed as because he's so good looking. Oh, yeah, I remember him. That's how mainstream he is. Everybody knows he who played Kingsbury quarterback is. Coach, at coach Texas McDreamy. Tech. McDreamy. Yeah. I cannot believe they let go of that dude. His boy, Patrick Mahomes, is like, listen, I support him. He brought me up as a quarterback. I love Kingsbury. He's going to land somewhere, duh, right? Yes, okay. and he put out a statement. It has been the honor of my life to be the head coach at Texas Tech and live in this community with the finest people in the world for the last six years. From the first day I stepped foot on campus as a freshman, I knew this place was home. In my heart, it always will be. This was never just a job to me. Texas Tech was a dream come true, and I am sincerely humbled to have worked at a special place that I love so dearly. And he says, keep supporting Texas Tech football. And guess who is rumored to be going back to Lubbock? You? Mike Leach. Leach. Really? He's from Washington for Notre State? Dame. They are saying there That's is... That's an inside joke. Don't listen to that. He if you listen to old podcasts, Dame. you get that. There is rumored to be mutual interest in a reunion in Lubbock with Mike Leach and the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Interesting. They should bring Bobby Knight back, too, then. Well, I, he had a little bit <laughs> yeah, more success oh. than Bobby oh. Knight did at okay. uh, Texas Tech okay. coaching basketball. <laughs> How crazy! They should just bring back Mahomes as their quarterback. Yeah, bring back Mahomes and. Well, why not Baker Mayfield? Dude, they would be loaded. Yeah, was, was he a Tech quarterback? Oh uh, yeah, before Oklahoma. Yep, he walked on at Tech, and he was a backup, right? And no, he, he started. Well, he won the starting job, and I guess apparently they didn't offer him a scholarship after his freshman year. He said, "All right, I'm out." Went and walked on at Oklahoma. Didn't know that. Got a Heisman, went number one NFL draft, and now he's in the NFL, and he has the same record as Aaron Rodgers, 4-6-1. and one. And he's playing good. How about that? Browns have the exact same record as the Green Bay Packers. Hold on. Before you go into that, though. I, I'm not going into that. Oh. I was just We were talking about okay. Baker, so I wanted to point that out. I got it's a, crazy. I got a question about this college ranking at the beginning of the, of the season, how it affects these coaches. Like, do what, does a coach stress out when the first rankings come out and they're like oh great usc i'm already ranked top 20 like this i the only place i can go from here is down because now if you're top 20 you can go up you can go up to number you one can but i mean you're they're already setting you up without knowing a single thing about what your team can do just based on individual player stats and coach stats they're basing how good your team could be so like this usc coach he starts what number did they start somewhere in the top 25 i don't know whatever the exact top 25 they start sucking. They fall off. He loses his job. So do you stress out about Oh, no, he didn't lose his job. Right. But do you stress out about that as a coach? No, because you don't – here's the thing. Preseason rankings are crazy because they're based they, – they look at who you have returning, your recruits, things like that. They're, they do a lot of studying about this. There's people that break it all down. I don't have time for all that. I don't know how it works. I think it's bad because if you're ranked really low to start the season – 
you it is so hard for you to get all the way to the top four. So hard, unless you go undefeated. But if you start outside the top 25, you got to jump a lot of teams to get up there. And the same thing. So that, it's kind of a head start. It's kind of if a head start. you're ranked up from the very beginning, If you're going to have a good start. year, it's a head start. But if you do have a bad year, yes, it looks bad because, oh, we started at number five and we finished outside, like Auburn. They started top five, top seven, and then they are out of the top 25. I think they had four or five losses this year. It looks bad on the head coach. But also... It's same thing with recruiting classes because you don't you you get ranked oh you're a top five recruiting class that puts a lot of pressure on the coach like oh everybody thinks we're going to be so good and it doesn't always turn out that way. Yeah. And they were saying and, with USC that their draft picks that they got they they were top ten in draft picks for their team or whatever right and then they finished I mean not good at all they said that's just horrible on the coaching that's why they said their head coach should be gone mm. because they get amazing draft picks dude they're in Cali they have a lot of talent. They have a lot of talent. Recruits, not draft picks. It's not working out very well. Oh, you mean recruits. Yeah. Then draft picks is NFL. Right. Then Mac Brown is back in coaching, folks. He is now the head coach at North Carolina. He is. He's going back. It's going to be really, really good. We're going to have a really good season out there. Everybody in North Carolina is really good to be there. Thank you very much. We're going to be really, really good. Yeah, he was in the booth, and he's just like, guys, i got to get back on the field. I'm tired of just talking about nothing (laughs) every postgame and pregame show. I hate this booth. I'm going back on the field. Here goes John Gruden Part 2. Exactly what this is going to be. John Gruden Part 2. Like, I understand he had success at North Carolina before he went to Texas. Guys, yeah, they were really, really good. He's been out of the game for five years. Five years. He's been good on those post and priest game shows, though. I get him props <laughs> on that. He really is. <laughs> well, he's very, very interesting to listen to talk. But he is old. How much longer does he have? He, he At the end of the, his Texas run, it was falling apart. It was falling apart. But you know what this back and forth tells you? Most the grass is always greener, man. People always are kind of not happy. He gets into the TV side of things. He's like, man, I miss that coaching. He gets yes. the itch. Dude, well, he said, dude, in relationships and life, people are bouncing back and forth. Is there better something out there? Is the grass greener over there? I mean, it just tells you there's people have options and they're always thinking, that's great. Would I be right? happier somewhere else? Yep. Yes, and he's always said he wants to get back in coaching, but at 67 years old, like what? How much longer can he really lead your program? And I, how does a 67-year-old go into your home and be like, hey, man, you know what I mean? Come play for me. He could break a hip next week. I, and, liked, I liked your uh, Mac Brown. That was good. Yeah. He could. He seems like a nice he guy. He could break his hip while he's walking up to your house. Right. <laughs> sort of like Les Miles. Like, why, are we, why not, if you're North Carolina, go hire a young coach, up and coming, find the diamond in the rough. Mac Brown, but it's just because that's how it is because of Joe Paw. He made the thing where an who's old, that Joe Paterno. Okay, it's like older coach established, and then now it's but all. Joe about, Paterno never left. I know, but that's what they want. That old coach that he everybody knows. That's a legend. Make a statue. But he's not going to go to North Carolina after being gone for how many years, and then have a statue built on because he went back. That's that's dumb. He's going back for the statue. I don't understand why he, he, he like these coaches that quit and come back. Why don't they? Well, go, he didn't quit. He got fired or got fired. Why don't they go coach high school? Like they would dominate a high school team. How cool would that be? No, not necessarily. Because here I'm going to tell you why. Go ahead, say what you're going to say. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm just thinking, how cool would it be to walk into a high school every day and I was just like, man, Mac Brown's our freaking coach now, and you take this little no name team and just they win state, and you're like, nah. It's oh. a lot harder, I think. 
to win – well, because in college you get to pick your players. In high school you have to deal with what the, – the, the hand you're dealt is what you're dealt. You can't change the cards. You can coach them up or coach them down, but if you're not good enough, you're, you're not going to be good enough. But I think high school-level football is an evil – even a playing field. Like, even. Everyone is pretty much the same. Obviously, you go to some parts of the state and they're like bigger players or whatever or, or more hungry players or they recruit – there's a bunch of dirty stuff in high school, but – there's dirty stuff in high school. Oh yeah, then people moving into zip codes yes. and whatever. Yeah, and yes. agreed. Well, okay, yes. I have personal experience from that. Inside I, sources. I did too. I mean, in, when I was in high school, we, our school was under investigation for. Oh, th- I thought you were about to say you. I'm like, okay, go. No, no, no. One of our one I, of our players. He's hey, like, guys, I, I moved into the district. <laughs> I had some people asking me my zip code, and I was willing to change it. But I think you don't need the skill players to take a team to state in high school. As long as you have a great coach and Mac Brown. Just do a bunch of awesome football plays, like just great plays that tricks everyone else. You can kill them. I, I think you are kind of right. If Mac Brown went to my high school as terrible as they were, I think he just being an amazing coach could have gotten them a couple yeah, more wins. Other team defenses can't stop good plays. They just can't. That's a great call. That's they don't a, have that skill yet. He at knows age the 17. plays that these crappy high school coaches don't even know. Right. And he knows the game so well, he can put guys in the right places even if they're not that talented. And now that we've spent five minutes on my hypothetical, how cool would it be? Go ahead, Lunchbox. Mac Brown's not going to go take a $20,000 a year job. But why not, though? He's retirement age, is my point. I understand that. But he still thinks he can coach at the highest level of college football. And some of those high school coaching positions, you don't get paid. Some are, <laughs> I don't some are think just, he would go to the. I don't think he's going to do yeah, well, But it's some, not about the money for some him. Some, it's though. like, Coach, I got a high school buddy. I just learned. He, I think he was a high school wrestling coach. They didn't pay him. I was like, why the hell would you do that? He man? doesn't get paid? No. That's terrible. I well, t- small, small towns like uh, my buddy Isaiah, his cousin, he's uh, he's a, like a, a pastor and he coaches defensive coordinator on the on Fridays for Does free. He get, he, for he, free. He doesn't get paid? Uh, mostly. He said everyone but the head coach in this small little town in Ohio works for free. <laughs> <laughs> they do it for the love of the game and for the kids, I guess. It's pretty amazing. Coach, are you coaching for free? Negative. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, at, the, at the local rec league, maybe. But if you were 80. No. You still at, at 80, I do not want to be out there at, at 80 years old yelling at these kids who aren't going to listen to me. I would rather be sitting on the porch talking with my buddies about the old grannies down at the gas station. I mean, come on. You know what I would think about every day if I was a coach and I get paid? Man, I don't make any money doing this. Right. Yeah, like, am I, you know cares? what? Am I going to watch it. this game tape if I'm not getting paid? No, right. I think, I think I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm, I'm um, go ahead and watch another season on Netflix or yes. something. But so North Carolina, okay, you want Mac Brown? What? What? So what's the ceiling? Eight and six? I mean, is that what you want? Is that what you're aiming for? Just to stay? A winning team because they're like two or three and nine well, this year. They will be better than what they are. They'll be today. better, maybe. I mean, they're pretty gonna bad. Be like, they're, it's gonna be like Chip Kelly. We all thought that UCLA was gonna be good, and they weren't good at all. Uh, did you see the end of that season? They got it rolling. Did you, they next year? You just watch. You watch. Which is what we said at the beginning of the season. Watch, watch, Not watch. This year. Hey. Except you, you did say hey, they were going to be good this year. The season needed to be a little bit longer. They ran out of games. <laughs> they did. They ran out of games. I'm yeah. telling you, well, they coach, started. That's playing. how it works. There's a hey. num- certain number of games. But it takes one. Hey, you know, hey, hey! If those hey. Titans would have had a twenty-game season, oh man. man, those Cowboys! Give the Cowboys five more games; they'd hey. be in the playoffs. Week twenty, watch out.
watch out for those Titans week one. <laughs> Guys, UCLA started playing so much better at the end of the year. You just, just wait. All right. Let Chip Kelly get his recruits, All right. and you're going to see Oregon right down there Dude, at UCLA. I want UCLA amazing again. I want USC to be good again. It sucks there's no good teams out there right well, now. Well, it's you're saying because there's no good games after 9 o'clock. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, I'm used to UCL, USC being dominant as hell. Reggie Bush? UT Texas, dude, that was amazing. That was the best national championship ever. That, that was, was like twenty a, years. That ago. was a great, phenomenal, ga- great game. Sorry, I just had a flashback. Phenomenal. Jeez, <laughs> you know what was awesome too? The catch, man. Freaking Joe Montana to Dwight Clark. What about the Music City Miracle? <laughs> oh, that was a good one too. That was a good one. I wasn't even living here then. What about the Super Bowl Shuffle? <laughs> I, I don't Come know. Come on, that. guys. I mean, that was good though. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But USC really hasn't been good in a while. They haven't been, been good a bit. A, right. And that's why I can't believe they kept their head coach. It doesn't make any sense, but I can't believe Mac Brown's back coaching. This is, I mean, guys, this is just crazy. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. Did the, When did the Mac Brown thing come out? Why this morning. Not, okay. Breaking news, not, guys. <laughs> I'm like, is my Twitter not updated? You're a little busy with work. No, th- listen, guys, I'm always scanning Twitter when we're doing our regular show, The Bible Show. I'm looking for this show. I'm worried about the Sore Loser Show. No, Hit us up, Sore Loser tell. Show on Twitter. I just, I don't know why. I don't think Mac Brown, I, I just don't think it's that, that big a get. Yeah. But whatever. And then we were talking about Baker Mayfield earlier. Mm-hmm. And Baker Mayfield, you need to get over yourself. What do you I do like, this time? What do you do? I like Baker Mayfield. Well, he's cocky. He's, no, I love the cockiness. Love it. Was he bashing Hugh is what you're saying? That's exactly right. Was he bashing him? The old head coach. Yeah. The old head coach. So Hugh Jackson was the head coach of the Browns. Now he's with Cincinnati. And gets fired. So Cincinnati hires him because that's where he was, the offensive coordinator before, and they hire him as a special consultant or whatever. I don't Okay. Whatever. Every team needs one. So... <laughs> He's, oh, so basically, he's the dude that holds the player on the on the field, grabs him by the back of his shirt, so he doesn't get Not a flag. Not the NFL though; they're good. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, NFL, you can go on the field, no big deal. Then he's the guy that holds the championship belt for Alabama. Yeah, okay. exactly. So the Browns go and they beat the Bengals yesterday, and after the game, Hugh Jackson goes to give Baker Mayfield a hug, and Mayfield only shakes his hand and walks away. And then in his post game press conference, he starts talking. He starts talking about, look, man. That guy wants me to play for him. He's giving us these rah-rah speeches like, you know, we're supposed to run through a wall for him kind of stuff. And then he just goes and joins their team just like that. No, that's not. No. What the heck is that? He got fired. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Baker needs a job. Baker Mayfield, get over yourself. Get over yourself. Every Players do it all the time. Yeah, like you get fired, what are you going to do? Just sit there and be like, nope, I'm not going to take the job. Yeah, because no, I just. I, your, they're the Bengals. I'm not taking that yeah, job. Yeah, I, uh-huh. I just told Baker Mayfield to uh, run him through a wall for me. And Shut now that up. I'm fired, I'm going to. Uh, now I got to respect Baker because I told them go out there and play hard for me. And uh, yeah. Well, and Baker probably doesn't like him that much because he wasn't the starter. It was the other dude, right? Tyrod Taylor? Yeah. Well, yeah, but then he got named the starter. Yeah. He just, I don't, he was trying to say he was mad because he went and joined the, the Bengals so the rival. Soon. But that's what I'm saying, Baker. That's what happens. Who it's cares? It's in the NFL now. It's a business. He's young, though. He's young. He doesn't know that stuff Like, yet. he got fired. So you just want him to sit at home and eat peanuts and watch the games on Sunday? What, what does he want him to do? But he also made a good point. He said, we play him twice a year. They're in our division. And he could be giving plays to the other team. It's a... And- and job. But then Baker has to throw against the players that already know maybe the play he's about to run. So did he get mad at Josh Gordon for going to the Patriots? Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, he got traded there. I mean, what? oh, I'm not going to talk to Josh Gordon because he got tra- I mean, that's what happens. Well, and Baker, they've got some wins, so he's learning the power of the press conference. He's got. Some, he's going into the press conference with a win, so he's getting a little cocky. 
But then he doesn't realize hmm. that if you say some stuff in a press conference, it goes all over Instagram and Twitter. No, I think he meant for it. Like he he did it. Like he he went into there saying, "Look, I'm not going to hug him." He was mad. I know because he. I mean, but just, he's getting some swag and stuff because the Browns didn't win games for years, and then now all of a sudden they have four wins. He's a starting quarterback. He's looking pretty awesome. So he's he getting is. He's some looking swag. like a hero right now. I love this video clip though. Lunch like it. Re- he really had no interest in even talking to Hugh Jackson. Yeah, and Hugh Jackson sitting there like. Tapping him like, on the back, yeah. like, "Hey man, hey, talk to me, talk to me." Baker. Like he didn't even want to shake his hand. God, yeah. get over yourself. And but I really do think it has something to do with him being young and stupid. Like he doesn't really know how this works or what. But it's oh, also the same kid that went and planted a flag in the middle of a opposing team's field. Right. Like you just don't do stuff like that. I like yeah. that. That he's, was cool. That was awesome. Yeah. But he's always been just kind of like. And he that. grabbed his crotch at, at the Kansas players. Well, what up? He didn't know the I camera was going to catch that. But it did. Well, he learned quickly. There's cameras everywhere. But Can- see, and then when people freaked out about that. Like why? Why did they not bash the Kansas players for at the at the coin flip not shaking Baker Mayfield's hand? That you know what I mean. You you you're gonna get mad at Baker Mayfield, but those, tell me again. So he did so, what? So they go out for the coin flip, and right. usually the captains shake each other's hands. Yes. And Baker Mayfield goes to shake the Kansas players' hands, and they all just nope, not gonna shake your hand. So, so then, then later in the his... game, he scored a touchdown and grabbed his junk like woo woo, what up, boys? And Baker Mayfield's the bad guy. Sorry. Well, you, no, I think it's just the fact that he grabbed his junk. That like, what they need to do is, all of these teams, they need to say, hey, are you going to shake the opposing team's hands so that we don't have that issue where some people want to shake? No, no they shake them every hey, time. This and what about with the coaches? Time. Hey, we just talked to Hugh, and after the game, he wants to hug. <laughs> what do you want to do? They need to get this stuff dialed yeah. in beforehand. Yeah. Hey, so Hugh wants to hug. Are you cool with a handshake? Do you want to hug? I'm what not really you? cool with a handshake. He's, right. he's also going to want to tap you on the shoulder. Are you cool with that? You what guys? about the butt pat? Can he, can, he, can he do the butt pat like good game or are, no? Are you, uh, Baker, are you cool with, is he going to do a shoulder touch? Is it cool? And then you guys can go your separate ways. Okay, great. Look, great. it has nothing to do with a handshake. It has everything to do with grabbing your nuts. Like people should learn now that if you grab your nuts, you're going to get some like bad press over it. Like it's not a good move to ever grab your nuts. Anyone in history that's grabbed their nuts on television usually get in trouble. Yeah. So that's just what it comes down to with that. Hey, and I got to give it to him, man. He's done some original stuff we haven't really seen done on the field before. The grabbing of the nuts. That was pretty original and unique. He does the flag plant in the middle of the field. Uh, pretty unique at an opposing team's field. I mean, he's done some stuff that we haven't really seen on the field before. He's a first-timer, folks. And some of these celebrations are really creative. Okay, but, Oh, they're getting but, better. They're but, getting did you see better. the limbo? I love the limbo. The limbo was Fantastic. Me and my kids laughed at the limbo so hard. We rewound it five times. So Loved great. It. But have you some of these now sports centers mashing them up? So apparently the Seahawks did a basketball one of Iverson when he stepped over the guy yes. after he made the oh, shot. Oh, yeah. yeah, in the NBA Dude, finals. They like, recreated boom, boom. an NBA finals thing on the football field after a touchdown. These, Amar, Amari Cooper uh on Thanksgiving made fun of Markel Fultz and his little boop boop boop. And shoots no, the free throw. Yes, yeah. he did. <laughs> he did because Mark Elfolds, you've seen his free throw, yes, right? Where yes, he kind of volleys it back yes, and forth. Amari Cooper did it, and after he scored, I mean, hilarious. And what can, can we please mention Ezekiel Elliott tipping the actually donating money on the Salvation Army? Bucket. He put twenty one dollars in the twenty one sal- for his number twenty one because he got in trouble that time. He jumped in it last year on Thanksgiving. Last he jumped year. in the bucket, so this year he donated twenty one dollars to threw his boy in it. Back. And then he put Dak in, in it the next time around. Yeah. Yes. But coach, coach, I've never agreed with you more about the stupid defensive celebration. Thank you. They need to stop. Stop. Oh, oh you coaches, are absolutely they're right. They're still doing that. They're still Where doing. They march to the end zone. Hey guys, come on, we're all getting in the end zone. It was a pick. 
It was, a, it was a fumble recovery. Well, it, it was like it's a, not like they scored. Yeah, like, no, 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 they're doing it now when they don't even score. They'll run to the other side that's, of the field just from a turnover. That's what Lunchbox is talking about. It's freaking annoying because like, it's not like any of the guys are going in that direction. He has to call them all over. Come on, guys, we're going to the end run zone. Run fifty yards to the end zone. Yes, <laughs> they run fifty. Like <laughs> I understand you're excited. Like a turnover is a big play in the game. I get it, but. If you're going to do a celebration, do it right there where you got the fumble recovery or the INT, and don't do the same thing over and over again. The team photo is played out. out. It's played out. But will we see the end of the team photo? No. Guys, this may go on to the next three years. I thought they would listen to this last week, the Me Sore too? Losers show, and I thought they would be like, okay, Sore Losers are right. You know what? We don't need to do this. At least have the conversation of, guys, I think we're overdoing it. Lunchbox from the Sore Losers, he was talking about it. I think we're right. I think he's right. Like uh-huh. every other team in the NFL is doing it. We need to come up with something yeah. more creative. We're still seeing it. It's not stopping. It's even stronger than it was last week, Coach. And you know so even annoying. some of the guys don't even want to do it. They're like, oh, okay, cool. We got to turn over. Let's all go in the end zone. And then they don't do anything. They just like look at the crowd or they do the team photo. Yeah. yeah. You know when it's going to stop? When someone uh, gets a fumble recovery and they're trying to run down for the team photo and they pop their hamstring. Then it'll stop. That's what happens. That's how you see things happen. Like the Grammaticas, they used to jump up in the air after kicking a field goal, blew out their ACLs. (laughs) The Grammaticas. Yeah, that's when it stops. When when injuries happen. Hey, uh, so speaking of the whole Dallas Cowboys Salvation Army bucket thing, I had no idea that the actual rule and why they got in trouble for the using the pot was because you can't use a prop yeah. to celebrate. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Correct. That's that's why it's genius to use other players as the limbo pole. That was so smart. <laughs> like, and, and I love the who fact- was the pole? Was it Thielen? I don't even remember who was the pole, but I, I just <laughs> Thielen was the actual pole. It was awesome. I just think I love that they are dedicating practice time to come up with these celebrations. Oh, you know they're talking about it they're before. Absolutely, they have to coach. I mean, yeah, they don't chore- just there's choreographed. Like the one guy because they don't just run up there and all of a sudden start doing the limbo, coach. Right. They, that, that's not just oh, like look at each other, like you want to do the limbo. And yes, I want to do the formation. limbo. Yes, <laughs> the one guy acted like he was a musician, and the guys were dancing behind him in perfect sync. Yes, like so they've practiced yes. that before. I love it. Like that, that, I'm glad the NFL is allowing celebrations. I agree because I always thought that the NFL was such hypocrites. You can't celebrate, but you're allowed to do the Lambo leap if you're a Green Bay Packer. You can go jump in mm-hmm. the stands, like. That was annoying, but finally they realized it's more fun. Let's let them do it. Yes, and look at what we're getting. Everybody talks about them Monday morning at off. They're at the office at the water cooler on their lunch break. Did yeah. you see the limbo celebration? Yeah, they got their hard hats on their knees and they're like, "Man, Jim, uh, break time." Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, hey, Jim. Did you see that limbo? Oh man, my kids love the limbo. It was hilarious. Back to work, boys. Hey Jim, do you want to do the limbo here in the construction site? <laughs> Charlie, Bob, Jim, grab his up. legs. <laughs> so good. And I mean, it was I, the NFL. It was a good weekend, dude. It was an amazing. I know we we made fun of the Tiger Phil thing, but just because it was on Friday and I was checking Twitter and it seemed kind of interesting, I liked seeing some pictures from it and random crap. What an amazing four day span of sports: it's Thursday, great. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Guys, my boy was sick all weekend. He said he had strep. He's like, dude, all I did was watch sports. He's like, I've never been more up to date with sports. I was like, dude, you picked a great four days to be sick. If you're gonna do it, those are the days to Perfect. do it. <laughs> you got basketball, football, college, great NFL. The NFL, no, the NBA doesn't make sense. Because of the game so high scoring? No, no. Everybody is beating everybody. The, the mm-hmm. Warriors can only win by one. The, the Warriors, Warriors beat, suck now. The Warriors beat the Kings by one. The Cavaliers blew out the Rockets. Like, the NBA is 
Just nutso. Dude, it, do like, not bet the NBA. Do not Avoid bet the it. NBA. Enjoy the NBA because this is the craziest start to an NBA season I've ever seen Absolutely. in my life. Dude, I'll not even watch the games like you do with your Spurs. I'll just look at the bottom line and I'm like, what the hell? The Warriors only beat the Kings by one? What in the world? Some team scored 150? Like, that's what it is with me in the bottom line every night. I think it's more fun to bet the NBA now that it's unpredictable because when it's predictable, these lines are just perfect. Like, they nail these lines. When it's unpredictable like the way it is right now, just go with the underdog, and there's a good chance you're going to hit it. Are they nailing – is Vegas and stuff, are they – the NFL lines, are they nailing them? They're nailing everything. The I know NFL lines, of course, they're the, so they're good at it. The over-under, they're nailing it. Because I know that Cowboys-Washington, the one that I lost with my lock, it was – I had plus seven and a half, and they – They won was, by eight. <laughs> eight. One freaking I mean, point. Oh, my God. Half a point. Yep, they're nailing these boys. Yeah. They're nailing these they're lines. The only one that they really don't nail very often is college. I mean, college football is – It's impossible. It's all over the place. It's impossible. And dude got beat. Yeah, you called dude that. got beat. You called that. Yes, dude. you. If you, you, I, I don't know if you guys have listened back to the shows on Thanksgiving the day after. I have not. If maybe, and if you're listening to us now, go download those episodes. I did one with my dad on Thanksgiving, and then on Friday I brought in my dad, my brother, and my cousin just to kind of do a little family edition what of you the guys talk about? We just talked about sports and Thanksgiving and things like that. And I said, Duke, listen, Duke is not on what they. What we found out is Duke played a team with depth. And Gonzaga has depth, and they have older guys, man muscles, not high school boy muscles. They got man muscles. When you're 21, 20, 22, you know, it's a little bit different. You sound weird saying that. No, explain it. It's a lot. Man <laughs> muscles. They're mus- not boy muscles. They're man muscles. That's why, that's why high school football players can't go to the NFL, because they, they, have, have boy muscles. they have high school boy muscles. They don't boy. have man muscles. Man muscles are different than boy muscles. <laughs> okay, coach. Right? Do you not agree? I, mean, sure, I agree. It's a fact. You yes. act like you, you're. No, 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 it's a fact. My my ten year old son and me, we have different muscles. My ten year old son has boy muscles. I have man muscles. Exactly. There you go. You're Gonzaga. It. He's Duke. And I'm not saying no. Duke is it, but Duke played some older guys. They have upperclassmen. It's a little bit more physical. They're able to take the pounding that Duke gives them. And then Duke maybe doesn't have the depth. They have those three studs. And then uh oh, go to the bench. What happens? Nothing. Gonzaga's a little bit deeper. Can stick with them. Score some points when they're resting. That's what happened. I thought Duke was going to make a run, though, at being undefeated. Yeah, they I went really six games. Six games. That's horrible. That's a lot. Oh, no. Dude, I've seen teams, with, you know, usually every year you got a team go 15, 20. It usually gets around there. I thought Duke would make more of a run at a perfect season. That I mean, the weak. hype for Duke was fa- went, it was big fast. Like, really. Because like they got two, all the number one recruits. They got two, the top three recruits. Two games, and it's just like, okay, it's solid. These guys, No one's going to beat them. Even I fell for the hype. I'm and like, the lines. No, even you. You fall for You are the one that – you are leading the hype machine. I love Duke. I mean, <laughs> dude, watching – I gambled Duke the whole week last week, and I was like, these guys are great. Like, they're unstoppable. Were you winning them? Yes. Okay. Every single – Because that means they were also covering the line. Absolutely. They were murdering teams. Okay. Murdering. And then I saw Gonzaga play on the other side. I saw Gonzaga – play um illinois uh, illinois and like it was a close game illinois was like they fought they fought and gonzaga just didn't look that that good <laughs> but in college coach i just i you're right there is something to say about the depth but really if they're not making their shots because because duke can land a lot of threes but if they're not making their threes they're they're worthless because they're good. Zion Williamson's huge. He's going to dunk on you. Like, every single time. If he doesn't dunk on you, they're going to draw the foul. Like, they will get you inside all the time. But when they shoot on the outside and they make their three points, you are there. You cannot beat them. 
They are unstoppable. Well, if any team is hot from three, they're really hard to beat. That's the thing. The three-point game has changed it. But the, but I'm saying Duke can do both. I and if I'm playing Duke, if I'm if I am my de- let them get to the basket. No, no for let them shoot. You let them shoot because they will be. You're right because there will be nights where they do what they I did will play Gonzaga. a zone and force them to shoot over me. Their athleticism, they'll be able to blow by me off the dribble and dunk and get to the, the hoop because that's what they are. They're drivers, slashers. That's what they're good at. I want them to prove to me they can shoot from the outside. No, but they can is what I'm saying. They they can shoot from the outside. That's what makes them so good. You got to pick but, your point. But it's a numbers game. There are going to be nights when they're not going to hit. And that's what happened that night. Yeah, and then the NFL, let, let, good weekend for the Chiefs. Even though the Chiefs didn't play this week. Why? Exactly. They, NFL's they so partied smart. hard. NFL's on the Chiefs and Rams side. They both now have a bye after their big game. What are you saying? I don't know. They planned well, that yes, out. Because well, yes, because they thought insane. they were going to be in Mexico City. Yes, because okay. the traps were like when you go to London, yeah. you're supposed to have a buy afterwards. Okay. It does, See, it I didn't does know that, fishy, but, but the yeah. only two teams that got a buy was the Rams and Chiefs, the teams that just had the greatest NFL game in the history of the NFL. No. NFL favors them. No, and Lunchbox is right. It's because it they, they were planning the travel. Right. But the Steelers lose. Good for the Chiefs. Puts them that much closer to clinching the number, the number one seed. And the Patriots, boys, they... Are struggling. They're in trouble. I watched that game against the Jets. They're they won in trouble. by a couple touchdowns. Yeah, well, coach, it was but supposed to be not, a blowout. But they're not looking like the Patriots of old. They're, I mean, coach, are you kidding me? They couldn't do anything. I saw Gronkalicious get a touchdown. They don't look explosive offensively. Brady's arm doesn't look that Brady's arm he, is. Man, we guys. I know we <laughs> said this at the beginning of the season, year? then they got a little hot. This might be the beginning of the end. He looks 41 <laughs> yeah, like he, he has looked 41 the past few weeks and that's coming off a bye they were coming off a bye and he looked eh. if it weren't for james white and gronk on yesterday's game really they could not have won that game did gordon play yeah i was at a family event a and i was just catching it here and there but he played yeah, right. yeah he had like 60 70 yards okay i just i it was like ooh. It was a struggle. It's not what you're used to seeing. The Jets do play them tough usually, but come on, man. Like, you're coming off a bye. Send a statement. No you, statement was sent. I no. mean, they won by 14, but... It's ugh. the Jets, and they're Josh McCown's the quarterback. Well, I mean, that's one of those. The score was deceiving because deceiving. the Jets were about to score at the end. Oh, yeah, they were on the three-yard line, and when you have them as your lot, you know, when you have them in one of your uh, gambling pools, and that's one of your big bets... You needed the Patriots. And they, the Patriots never put the game away. Never put so, it away. Right. That's what I mean. You, you would think they, did they would just, cover though at the end. They, they did, did cover. Yeah, they did cover. It was a lucky cover. Though, Luck, lucky the cover. Right there. I was lucky stressing cover. the whole time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the Steelers. People are going to overreact and say, "Oh, what's wrong with the Steelers?" Listen, the Steelers had two hard, two rough road games in a row. They went to Jacksonville, who seems to play them well. Beat them twice last year. The defense seems to mess with them. They come back from sixteen nothing down. And they win. That last was crazy. Week. Then they go to Denver in the altitude. They dominated the game. <laughs> Antonio Brown. Dude, Antonio like, Brown, how much on, oxygen? He, please tell me how coach, much he took He's on top down. of a mountain. He needs the oxygen tank every time he sat coach, down. They showed Antonio Brown. I was like, guys, get him a second oxygen tank. That dude's about to die on the sideline. <laughs> they, they dominated the game. They had four turnovers. Mm-hmm. Four turnovers. And two of them were pretty much in the end zone. I mean, it was a deceiving loss. So don't everybody that's freaking out that Pittsburgh, what's wrong with Pittsburgh? Relax. Yeah, they're fine. Relax. And what's with Philip Lindsay of the Broncos? Where did this guy come from? He's actually a really good running Baller. back. Baller. He's unstoppable. I mean, Baller. Where, where did this guy come from? Undrafted. Amazing. He grew up right outside of Denver. Amazing. Yeah, he's right unstoppable. 
He's I mean, quick. I mean, he, he gets that a, ball. It's like, here we go. He Watch him go. He is a beast. And he's, he looks unorthodox. He doesn't even look like a running back. He's got long, you know, it's like it's like dreaded. Not whatever his no, hair No, he's just got hair sticking out I guess back. he doesn't have the moves of a running back. He's just the run, the moves of like a He looks guy. like a little Mighty Mouse. Yeah. But damn, is he good. He's fast. I never fast. This is, I think that might have been the first Sunday I've seen him play. And I was impressed. And I don't know if it's out there or what, but Juju Smith-Schuster is hurt. Like, something's wrong with him. He's hurt. He hurt. did a 100-yard He had a 97-yard I know. Touchdown. I'm telling you, man. They, they, they... Coach, he shucked two guys into the I mean, the he outran zone. two dudes. I mean, two defenders. The safety, are... the safety was 20 yards back there. How did he just run right by him? Th- there was some bad tackling, but he whatever he did do was amazing. Don't be shocked if it comes out later on today or later on the week. Like, he's hurt. He's been hurting. He's... He's still playing and coming up with really good plays, but something's wrong with him. He's not the juju I'm used to seeing on Sundays. What What is the juju you're used to? <sighs> Just He's not moving as fast. Coach, something's was, up. Coach, when he busted that 100, he was moving real fast. Something's up with juju. All right. Like like his legs are hurt or what? Like, no, I don't. Coach, I'm not a doctor. I don't you know what it is. You weren't seeing maybe the quicks that he's I mean, short routes. Oh or my! He would grab everything. He'd move quick. He was gone. You couldn't stop him. You couldn't even tackle him. Like he got lucky. There were a couple of good plays this this week, but something's wrong with him. How he's are fighting you, something. Why are you eyeing him? Is he on your fantasy team? No, or? no. Because I mean, I like watching the Steelers, and they got a bunch of weapons. And I'm wondering, like, all right, like when when Schuster going to play? And then he finally gets one, and it's like, okay, well, he's there. But there's a reason why they're not targeting him, him a bunch. Really? Because he led the team in receptions yesterday with 13 for 189 yards. I mean, my God, he had 17 targets, the most on the team. Something's up. It could, <laughs> it could, you come, it could come out tomorrow. After he comes out with, man, they're not throwing the ball a lot. Like, oh, Something's up. Guys. I want your prediction to have something to it, but it looks not like it. Okay, we'll see. Okay. I mean, I hope he's okay. Yeah, I hope too. he is. Me because because all over SportsCenter is him busting a 100-yard reception. That's the thing. You don't know what's really happening behind the scenes. Yeah, they're throwing it to him the most on the team. So, yeah, there's something wrong with that something's guy. Something's wrong with him. And then Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham goes Odell Beckham, okay? Yeah. They're done. They can't him. make the playoffs. Well, right. I, they they well, couldn't make the playoffs anyway. I mean, they had to go undefeated, and it was going to be a miracle. Coach, yeah. they're the last in the division. They're not even close. I mean, they have three wins on I the like year. I like closing the door on stuff. So now we know the Giants can't make the playoffs. Correct. Cool. Uh, when they had two wins, they were 2-7. and seven, You could have closed the door on them. Yeah. I wanted to make sure. So we oh, can you want to be careful? The door's yes. been shut for a little bit. Okay. Yes. So he comes out of the game. Say and complaining about the game plan, about not attacking downfield. Did he really? I mean, Odell, listen, dude. Eli has a noodle arm now. He can't throw it as far. So, yes, your game plan is not going to be to throw it down the field because Eli noodle arm can't get it to you. <laughs> you knew that when you re-signed and Eli noodle arm was going to be your quarterback. <laughs> Eli noodle arm, I like it. Like, if you watch the Giants, Eli can't throw it as far as he no, used to. he can't. He'll he have just, a guy wide open, sixty yards away. He can't even get close. He can't to him. get. He can't do it. And, and just and Odell Beckham is he's annoying. If you, he, I like him though. I like him. I feel like he's annoying for the show, and that's what makes him a superstar. That's what makes him stand above everyone else in the superstar world. But I, I think that he's a genuine guy and really cares about the game, cares about winning. I just feel like he acts this way just to get that. This that may hype. be the dumbest observation ever, but they were showing him pregame before the game even started. And I don't know if it was the backup quarterback, if it was just an equipment guy. I don't know who was throwing him the balls. But Odell Beckham will do a, a catch in the end zone. But then he dances, he'll talk, 
He'll dance. Got the headphones on. But all along, the other guy's down there waiting for him to be ready for the next throw for two minutes at a time. Mm -hmm. But Odell's on Odell's time. Sure. I'm going to dance in the end zone. I'm going to do my thing. When I look at you, then I need you to throw the ball. That's like every other celebrity. I hope it's an equipment guy or something. I hope it's not the backup quarterback because whoever that is, dude, (laughs) you are a little B. Because they just wait until until Beckham's done doing his little thing where he talks, he does his swag, he adjusts his headphones, he's hanging out. Sometimes he'll just sit there and stare and chill, and then he'll get another route and Two minutes. Whoever that guy's waiting on Odell, man, you got a that's a B of a job. I feel like Odell likes him some Odell. Oh, of course he that's does. That's all he cares about is Odell cares about Odell. When Odell punched that net, he knew the net was gonna come hit him. Yes. Odell, <laughs> all he's worried about is Odell looking good. Mm-hmm. He he is he worth I, I would get so if I'm then I mean he's really good. But man, he would get on my nerves. I wonder what he's like to hang out with. I think he's a cool dude. I just think Odell knows how to play the system so he could rise above and be that super superstar level. Like it's important. If you're a great athlete, really, really good and talented, and you dominate at sports, yeah, you're pretty cool. But everyone everyone's wives don't know you. Everyone's parents don't know you. Like there's there's a LeBron James level and then there's like Kyrie Irving level. Like, th- there's a superstar level. And I think the more you piss people off or act like you're someone that you're not or create drama, then you become, you go up to that level. Even though Odell, LeBron's won championships and LeBron's LeBron, Odell's getting closer to that superstar level. I mean, people are no, going to know is, that, He is a superstar. Yeah, but uh, he's but, a superstar. Yeah, it's different. There's more. Like, like Peyton Manning was superstar. Yeah. See, okay. There, there you go. Peyton Manning was superstar. Did he have to act like Odell? No, no, but he became an actor. But did he have he, to act like... As a quarterback, as a quarterback, Peyton Manning was not a superstar. Okay. It, what? No, no, no. I don't think every, I don't what? think household names, everyone, wives and yeah, girlfriends, was. they didn't know who Peyton... They was like, whatever, it's a quarterback. Who cares? It, the story with Peyton was he couldn't ever win a championship, but then he finally won but one. But you're, you're, you're saying... Okay, so I see what you're saying. More people know Peyton because he was an actor, so wives and stuff. Correct. My wife doesn't know who Odell Beckham Jr. is. She would not know him in... Any well, realm? yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's trying to get to that level. You have to work your way up there. But if he was an actor, yes, she would know him. Right. But he's just. But I'm you're just, not going to get those acting gigs if you're Austin Eckler with the Chargers. Like you're not going to get those. But Peyton Manning got it without being a headache on the field and a headache to his teammates. That's what I'm saying. He what he's doing is he's a headache. He's not doing it in a positive light. Like if you want that, okay, yes, I understand you want to be a superstar, but there's the ways to go about it. Julio Jones, is he a superstar wide receiver? In the NFL, like he's a superstar football player, yeah. But he's That's not what a I mean. Superstar celebrity. But no. either is Odell Beckham. Neither one of them are. And look how they carry themselves. Who would you rather have on your team? No, Julio, for sure. And Odell, you know he was crazy at LSU. Sometimes if you see some old footage of him, he was nuts. So I think he had the same personality. No, I think he they always had gr- that personality. They did a great job of hiding but, that at LSU. Well, he was we young, so we, we didn't, didn't learn he was crazy like this until now. Well, here's a good example. Marshawn Lynch. Like he's like he looks like he's a maniac. Like yes. crazy, insane in the brain. Yes. Like, like not right. Yes. I don't think that's accurate. I th- I think he plays that up or whatever that is he takes the golf cart and runs it around the field you know whatever no 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 that's crazy like that, that, i don't think that was crazy i just think he was really excited he saw the golf cart and he jumped on it like right. he was in college it was the best celebration like you'll with- ever see in your life if you have not seen it youtube <laughs> 
Marshawn, Marshawn Lynch, Lynch golf, golf cart. cart celebration. He wins the game and he jumps on the cart when he's at the cow and he starts driving it through the freaking field. It is hysterical. Like Marshawn Lynch will be on this on the on the sideline and he's got his dreads and he's dancing and shaking his head. He looks like a crazy person should be in a mental hospital, like not right. And then he puts his helmet on. And he's like, all right, let's play football. But he's also the same guy that walked away from the game. Most pe- running backs would never come back, and he just comes back and plays them. <laughs> I thought he was done with football. <laughs> maybe he is crazy. I don't know. I feel like there's a certain, maybe it's their agents or whatever that tells them, like, look, man, this is what puts you over the edge. You got to act this way because just you being a great athlete, there are very well, few of those people that just are really good nickname? on the field. What's his nickname? Be- Beast Mode. Okay, he has to be Beast Mode. Yeah. There you go. And it's a marketing tool. Beast Mode. No, no, no. I'm crazy. Beast Mode was given to him when he carried seven tacklers to the yeah. end zone. He didn't yeah. come up with that nickname. He was just well, but a, he owns but, Beast but now Mode. He yeah. now he beast does. Mode. That's what I'm saying. Like now, now he hey, owns the Beast Mode. You're Beast Mode now, dude. Yeah. You can't just be sitting on the sideline not doing anything. He has to be dancing. I'm just here so I don't get found. No, he has to be dancing. He's Beast Mode. <laughs> and yeah. I, but Odell, that's all I'm saying is it's just it gets tiresome. Like I, I just get tired of him. He's a superstar football player. But boy, his act wears thin. Well, and they're done. I mean, you're not going to see that much of him anymore. You're I mean, they making... lose. I mean, I don't know. It's just... So, have you guys watched... Um, I don't know. I have I have DirecTV, and I've noticed that when Peyton's playing... Oh, no, when uh, Eli's playing... Pey- is Peyton still playing? When the Giants are playing, there's a little icon in the corner that comes in, and like, Peyton is now... Um, what's the word they use? Peyton is now... Um, commenting on on Eli's on play or whatever. I don't know. I haven't clicked on it yet, but have you seen it? Yes. So what you're talking about is the detail thing. So Kobe does it for the NBA and Peyton does it for the NFL. They will break down that play in detail, but you got to have the ESPN detail app and you got to pay some subscription every month. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So I don't get what the big deal about Peyton Peyton just kind of breaking down the play. Yeah. I well, mean, Kobe does it. They Oh, Kobe's breaking down tonight's game at detail. And then if you bought it, then you can watch it. And it's like a live stream of... It, listen, it's more educated guys talking about these sports than us. So that's why we're free. Like, it'd be and, news if, if Peyton went out there and ripped him. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be but awesome. But he's not going to do that. No, but well, they should, though. What but dork if, actually buys the detail to break down the X's and O's? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I Coach, that's literally what Kobe does after the NBA games, his detail thing. It's the same thing, but now Peyton's doing it, where they just do X's and O's, how yeah. the plays work. Well, didn't they do that with Gruden's quarterback camp or something? Yes, and he's <laughs> the one that kind of came up with it, so now everybody thinks he's a quarterback guru okay. because he came yeah, up with that Yeah, he's a camp. real guru now. I mean, they go... They, they can't even suck. win. They can't even, no, no. They can't even cover an 11-point yeah. spread. They, Gruden needs to go to his own quarterback Gruden, camp. Do you think they could cover 11 points? Against Lamar Jackson, who can't even throw the ball? Coach, Absolutely. He, Lamar Jackson was awesome. Lamar Jackson he was starting not now. Awesome. Flacco's so awesome. Hey, Flacco, welcome to second string. Jackson's no, starting. That's not true. Lamar Jackson's starting the rest of the year. Well, if well, what's wrong with Flacco? He had a hip. Okay. Bad hip. Two weeks in a row. Bad hip? Yeah. Old man. Like Mac Brown? Yeah, like Mac Brown, he <laughs> fell down and hurt his hip. Now, what do you I see when you say Lamar Jackson was awesome? Yeah, like, it was explain, fun to watch. Well, yeah, because he runs, Cause, cause, and you expect him to be bad. He is bad. Well, he had a, he, he won a game. He won two games. Two games. He's won two games in a row. He's fast. He runs. He makes some good passes once in a while. Like because he just what, it's what you need in a quarterback. He's different for that Baltimore offense. Oh, Usually, we're yeah. used to Flacco. Here's a 15 yard pass. Boring, boring. They never pass. Someone's they run got a all. hand on Flacco. He's going down. Like, okay. Done. Baltimore defense. Baltimore defense. They never have offense. So it's exciting to watch that. Yeah. Here, awesome. He was 14 to 25. 
that's not that great. That's not good. For 178 yards, one TD, two INTs. How much did he run? He ran 11 times for 71 yards. That's impressive. That's no, that's awesome. impressive. It's so cool to watch. But if you play a real defense, you can get he's going to get crushed. You cannot have your quarterback running all the time. You can't do it in the NFL. They will get hurt. Go look at Robert Griffin III. Oh, coach, what I mean, happened? That was bad. Exactly. That was really when bad. When you are a running quarterback, it does not work in the NFL. Cam Newton, he's a different species. He's 6'8". But he doesn't run as much anymore. He doesn't run as much anymore. He does down near the goal line. or But... If you're going to run Lamar Jackson every play and you play a real defense, it's not going to work. Speaking of, who caught that pass? Which quarterback was it? Wentz? There was a quarterback caught a pass and just got nailed so hard. It was a mess up. I don't even think they were supposed to do that play. But the only one open was the quarterback. And they throw it to him. And he just gets nailed in the ribs because it was a, it was a was high this throw. Weekend? It was this weekend. Who was it? Well, it was definitely a called play because never is a quarterback. Yeah, they're going not just going to randomly do it. Well, maybe I don't know. I mean, dude, the, the, the throw was high, so he reaches up in the air. I think it was Wentz, and he got nailed in the ribs. Like, okay, that hurt. That's yeah. the last time they called that play. Last time. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, Lamar Jackson, whatever. I mean, it was good week in, in the NFL. I don't know. I and the, your Cowboys now. Love it. Okay. Yep. Now are you seeing what I said about Amari Cooper and why it's not that bad of a trade? Yeah, yeah I see that. You now. starting to believe? I I believe it. I, I believe in the Cowboys. I believe. Well, they're going to lose this week. So well, sure, but we we're anticipating that. Like because you're playing the Saints. We're playing the Saints. It's going to be a loss. No big deal. It's fine. If we clinch this division, guys, we could win the first game of the playoffs. I don't even care who we're playing in the NFC. Like we could move on to the second round of the playoffs. I this mean, is, now he's okay, already putting them in the playoffs. Huge. He's already putting them in the playoffs. No, I put the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. I know, but <laughs> and, and you you're guys, like that family member who's talking about Christmas dinner while you're eating Thanksgiving dinner. Exactly. Like just enjoy What's the wrong moment. With that? Enjoy the moment. <laughs> getting way ahead of yourself. You're already thinking about your second turkey, Coach. I was at Thanksgiving dinner turkey. and they were planning Christmas dinner. I was like, excuse me. I'm eating Thanksgiving. Guys, if the turkey is so good and you're loving you're like, I just can't wait to eat it for Christmas. Guys, it's guys. It's so good. Guys, get your calendars out. Uh, let's plan Thanksgiving. Now let's plan Christmas dinner. What works for you guys? What? I'm experiencing Thanksgiving right now. That's he, a jump Here's ahead. my thing, though, and this is, makes me a typical Cowboys fan. I am burning my Dak Prescott jersey, and I'm buying a Van Der Esch jersey, baby. Wait. Woo! Do Why you, would you burn the deck jersey? And do you have a deck? I do have a deck jersey. I've never seen you wear it. I you have it. a crappy Dallas Cowboys t-shirt you wear. Well, I, yes, and most of the time I wear the t-shirt. Once in a while I bust you have out the jersey. You a jersey, dude? Yeah. Got That's the little cool. number four on it. Why are you burning the deck jersey? Because I just don't want to wear it anymore. I mean, I like Dak and he's fine. Please film it. But I, I want a Van Der Esch okay. jersey. Bring the jersey tomorrow. We'll burn it. Okay. Yeah, hey. But buy me the Van Der Esch. No, no, no. You said you're going to burn it, so let's let's... Rest in peace, Dak. Let's burn it. Van Der Esch might be the number 500 sold jersey in the NFL right now. That's what I'm saying. We'll get it 500? for cheap right now. That it's, might be that might be generous. <laughs> it's it's on sale right now. No, they do. Do they do have them? <laughs> they have to, right? I mean, because I don't to. think they have every player. Okay, so like our buddy Matt Overton, are you telling me you can go on NFL.com right now and buy his jersey? Go check it out. <laughs> go check it out, please. And can I say, if if you can buy. If if it's the normal price of a regular jersey, that's crazy. Like uh, Van Der Esch, he should not be the same price no, as Philip Rivers. Cheaper. It cannot be the be same cheaper. price. I just thirty percent off, guys. Cyber Monday. Oh, go check it out. <laughs> I just don't think you can buy every guy's jersey. It's right. usually the quarterback, running back, wide receiver, top sellers. Let me just go right here from lowest price. Okay, Robert Griffin the third at number one. <laughs> How much is it? 
$4.99. Guys, you want a Robert Griffin the third jersey right now with his name in the back? $4.99. What team? Redskins. But he's not even on the Redskins. Well, that's why it's for sale. Hey, Mark Sanchez for the Jets. <laughs> $5.99. Guys, go to NFL.com today. Is that Tebow? Tebow's got one for five ninety nine. He's not in the NFL. Peyton Hillis. Guys, the regular price is $39.99. That saves you $34. Please tell me why Tebow's jersey is on NFL.com. Because people probably still buy it. I bet you people still buy Tim Brandon Tebow. Whedon, Colt McCoy with a Browns jersey, $7.99. Guys, what? these are steals. Dude, this is funny. If you buy the whole, like, the family just random jerseys like this, like, here you go. But why is Colt McCoy, why is it on a different team? They just still sell them they from probably made a bunch they of probably them. They probably made a bunch and they still oh. have them in stock. What loser would buy a jersey of a guy on the for the team he used to play for? Guys, this is if you do that, you are a loser. This is funny though. Like if you know someone who's like a Redskins fan, get him the Robert Griffin the third. Yeah, if it's only ten ninety nine, it's a great Christmas <laughs> gift. Ten ninety nine, four ninety nine. That's a pretty good gift. Hey, but will you please burn your Dak jersey? No, I won't. I was just exactly. Joking. That's what happens when you get on these microphones. You say stuff that isn't true. I know. Well, and- the most expensive though is Saquon Barkley. Seventy four ninety nine. Hey, you know how awesome Ooh. that would be. Him burning the jersey. His kids are like, "Dad, what are you Dad, doing?" That's your favorite. The jersey. neighbors <laughs> like, "Hey, there, Eddie. What are you? What the <laughs> hell are you doing?" Okay, let me see. Here. Yes, and can I say you guys don't believe in the jinx, right? No, I, I do not. I think Ray does. Uh, with gambling a little bit. Go. Can I explain myself real quick though? I don't believe in the jinx because by believing in the jinx, you believe that you, yourself, you, just one person in this whole world, in this whole universe, is going to change the outcome of something that's happening hundreds of miles away. Get out of here. Uh, to Shut some up. levels, I do believe in the jinx. When it comes to gambling, you don't celebrate something until you've r- realized that there's going to be no penalty flag. Never celebrate something because guaranteed a penalty flag's coming, especially with gambling. Yeah, and never do the Gatorade bath early because there's always going to be a review and you don't know what the outcome's going to be. So, I am in an eliminator pool where you pick one team to win every week. And you're still in this. Okay, let him finish. Let him finish. Let let me me finish. And they start out with 36 people, and you can only pick the team once, and then you have to pick a new team the next week. Okay, cannot repeat teams throughout the season. How much money? We're talking 1500. Wow, (laughs) that's money. Okay. Ching. That's paycheck money. This week, your boy picked the Cowboys. So I'm safe. Yeah. <laughs> safe. And I have no idea who the other two picked. There's only two guys. I besides, can't believe you did a Thursday so game. Because there's three people total. Three left. people total. And the games kick off yesterday, and they both have the Indianapolis Colts. There is 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter, and the Dolphins were up. 24, 14, and I told my wife, oh my gosh, I'm going to win the Eliminator. This is crazy. You idiot. No, no, no. Exactly. The Colts come back and score 13 unanswered points. They kick a field goal at the end to win it, and I am just like, I am so stupid. I am so dumb. The jinx got me. And it lives on. Can you are you can you take a week off in the eliminator or you have to pick? No, a, okay. You have to pick. Okay. And here's the problem: one of the guys still has the Chiefs, and the Chiefs this week they play the Raiders, so he's picking the Chiefs this week, so he's moving on already. They're bound to lose again sometime. Not to the Raiders. Right. The Raiders are awful. I know. Awful. Wow. 
I, the jinx is so real. No, I because, can't believe, no, so, because he could have gone on and not said a single word, and this outcome still would have been the same. But the fact that he opened you his mouth. You don't know it. Yeah, you, you don't, don't know. You that, don't know it. Right, but you can't say definitely that the same result would happen. So don't argue that you can. It goes both ways. Man, I jinxed it. That's a jinx, dude. No, so you're telling not. me right now it's still three teams left for three, 1,500. Three people left. Damn, that and sucks. All, it's not even money lines where you have to win by seven. This no. is you're just picking winners. Straight just, winner. Just a straight winner. Coach, who are you picking up next week? He ain't telling us. I don't know yet. Okay. Don't know yet. Do you have any good ones left? Nope. Were you at all? all I, got, I have the Steelers left. Well, always hey, watching, the playing Cow- the Chargers. watching the Cowboys game, were you at all nervous? Uh, when Colt McCoy threw a touchdown pass and they took the lead in the second Because the court, skins were up. I was like, okay, here we go. This is what happens. A stupid but then Cowboy. You were good after then that. Then Amari Cooper came and Amari Cooper went. Then Amari came and he went. Touchdown, touchdown. I was like, ooh, no stress. Let me eat some turkey. That was dangerous doing a little Thursday game. Nah, it wasn't dangerous. Then you got to chill for nah, a nah, Not when you had the Cowboys, you know, minus seven and a half. You picked them also. You're good. You're like, ah, ah, ah. got done with that turkey trot, and then I went. And Wait, I, you went against my lock? And yeah. And then I got my... I, Doesn't matter what you say. He's going to go with what he believes. Yes, and then this weekend, just so you guys know, I did hit my lock. I had Tampa Bay minus three and a half against the Niners, and crushed it 27 to 9 that's uh, how you do it make couple, some money couple of quick updates i did look up matt overton's jersey it is available if you'd like to pick that up it is on nflshop.com interesting yeah matt overton with the jags is more expensive you can get his colts jersey for cheaper but the jags jersey is foot 47.99 and then the vander esh it's there but it's expensive 74 dollars. oh my gosh all right. That's pretty pricey, And tonight, dog. guys, tonight we got a good Monday night football game. Yeah, we game. do. Titans, baby. Texans. Titans, Texans. The Texans are 7-3. and three. They've won seven games in a row. Guys, this might be the most overrated 7-3 and three team in the history of the NFL. They are not as good as their record. They win these coin flip games that could go either way at the last minute. Overrated. <laughs> Overrated. <laughs> and guess who came from who, who came from Houston? Mike Vrabel. He was their defensive coordinator. Oh, he's right. he, he's in uh, Nashville now, coaching Absolutely. those Titans. Absolutely. So you think he knows a thing or two on how to, yes. you know, play them? Maybe yes. sort of like he knew a little bit of how to play the Patriots because he used to play in that system. Ooh. Yes, guys, guys, guys. So you're gonna lock it up. We're gonna go ahead and take the Titans plus six and a half tonight. It's plus six and a half. Plus six and a half. When have the name that the only time the Texans have won by more than six, I believe, is against Miami, a Thursday night game, short week. That's always dangerous. Those short week games. So. They're going to play their old defensive coordinator Monday night football. They're 7 and 3, but that's a phony 7 and 3. Go ahead. You want to make some money? Take the money I won on Tampa Bay for you and put it on the Titans plus 6 and a half. Go ahead and take it to the bank. Coach Ray? <laughs> no. You want to lock that up? No. I, I'm cold. I mean, I love I that. I don't want to do this to our betters when I'm cold. I, I'm not feeling picks, so I'm not going to pick one. Hey, I'm uh, curious, though, the. Uh, Mariota, is he still hurt? Did, did yeah, he, he he may be a little hurt. He's not going to be a hundred percent. That's okay. I'm not I'm not stressed out that about that. Place is going to be rocking tonight, though. It's going to be rocking. I wish he was here. I'd try and go. But it's gonna I, be- I love that. I would totally take that. But I'm out of money on uh, on my gambling um, fund. Rough season. So I don't know if I told you guys, but my wife has now. We've agreed to thirty dollars a month. Now is the only thing the max I can take out on gambling. That's really just for me. Mm-hmm. So just I don't go overboard. She yeah. was like, "Do fifty, and I'm like, "No, no, no, fifty is a little too much." So like, you're done. So I'm done till 
Uh, Friday at midnight. That oh would be that would be December first. So Friday at midnight. If there are any West Coast games, college games going on, college basketball, I'll probably hit those. But dude, you're the bigger man. If you can put limits on yourself like that, that's step number one in gambling. I, I have to. I mean, I made this last thirty dollar deposit last for three weeks. There you go. It's I mean, not bad. I, and was, you were up. You had some ups. I went all the way up to about hundred, about hundred ten bucks. So now you're down. I'm I'm empty. So yeah, no, I mean, but you're down overall. But yeah, I'm down. Did you say the <laughs> saying after you hit that? Oh big... no, 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 coach. As far as like like money, like gambling from when I started. Yeah. No, I'm I'm still up. I'm but, still up like twenty bucks. Okay. But dude, uh, every gambler says it. So when you were at hundred, should have cashed out. No, I you don't just, think that. I should have bet smarter. Oh. I, I started going like ten dollar bets at a time. Just trying to get you know better things going, but man, like just a bunch of games just screwed me by little little tiny hooks. That's what they do over little Thanksgiving break. Hooks. Were you winning or losing more? So losing. By, by the time Thanksgiving, because I mean you could win twenty and then put a big bet on and then lose. Did you win more coacher, than you lost? Coaches. By the time Thanksgiving rolled around, I was down to five dollars. I made five dollars last for about four days. That's awesome. I mean, I went down to one, went up to ten, went back down to zero, went back up. I just kept going. The wives are like. Eddie's really into this sports ever since the Sore Losers podcast. I mean, my wife was making fun of me because I was really rooting hard for something that I was going to win a dollar on. I was like, yes! Like when the Patriots won, I'm like, that's $1.50. I'm still alive. When did Eddie start liking sports this week? <laughs> exactly. He does this exactly. Coach, what if you're around the family, like moms, dads, grandmas, grandpas? What's with But Eddie? that's what I tell the family. That's what I said. Like, I'm gambling just to know more about the sports and gambling. Like, I need to learn more to be part of this podcast. No, you're doing great. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right. You guys ready? Come on. What? We had a great day. That was fun. Rap City. Yeah. Oh, you ready to go home? Yeah. Yeah, I'm let's ready. go home, man. Hey, everybody hit us up on Twitter. Sword Loser Show on Twitter. Lunch said, take it to the bank. Titans plus six tonight. Yeah. Six and a half. Or six and a half. I, I hope you're right. No, I am right. I can't believe they get that much. Are you that's sure exactly about that, Vegas? What I'm saying. Yes, that's what I'm saying, Vegas. Oh, my goodness. Are you guys really asking Vegas if they're sure? <laughs> we were not questioning you, Vegas. We always You're understand. You're telling like, me that the game's not going to come close to plus six. <laughs> no, it's not. It's going to be a three-point game. <laughs> it's going to be like... Hey, hey, Never question Vegas. Guys, you, you can sit back and relax. Sort of like the Houston's Tampa Bay gonna game win, yesterday. Houston's going to win by seven. You're going to be like, son of a... <laughs> they're not winning. Come on. Let's go. All right. I hope Mariota's Mariota's okay. He's going to be fine. He's playing. Oh, okay. He's good enough to play. He's good enough to bet on. If Mariota ain't starting, you guys don't do that. And guess what? Last time they played him with Blaine Gabbard at the helm, they beat him. I almost kind of like Blaine Gabbard. How much research did you do for for these locks? I don't. I mean, I didn't do much research. I just. You just know that stuff? Yeah. From the dome? From the dome. I mean, more than us, dude. We've been ice cold. Bad. I'm speaking just for me, but I'm guessing you've been probably ice well, cold. Well, yeah, too. I mean, if I'm betting dollar bets here and there just to stay alive, I'm pretty cold. Yeah, I'm yeah, ice you're cold. pretty cold. I'm not giving you guys a lock it up. Gonna have to wait another day. I am ice cold as a service to y'all. Not gonna disservice you. Not giving you a lock on, the, on the year. Uh, Eddie's 33 <laughs> percent. Woo woo. You Ray, sure about that? Ray's 37.5 percent. Yes, I beat Eddie. That's all Dang. I needed. Just wait. Just wait till December 1st. I'll come back. What are you? 64%. Wow. That's how you make money in Vegas. There's people right now, as a profession, uh, hitting that percentage. We need to do a little bit more. Who put, who put those numbers together? Sore losers bet. They're right. They well, right. yeah, but but then we got to see how many times Ray's bet, because Ray's probably doubled the times that we've bet. Okay. That's fine. If you're losing, who cares? I, I don't bet all the time. I know. And when football season's you over, probably, you're you, not going to get a lot of take it to the banks, because basketball... 
Trust me, I don't know how to bet basketball. It's impossible. Sort of like college football. I've tried it twice with you guys. I try to give you locks. They've been wrong both, so I, I sit out. I just tell you no. Man, and tomorrow, right. it's going to be a good day tomorrow. Why? Because we're going to come in with some more monies in our pocket. <laughs> oh, yeah, you are. I'm not, well, I'm Eddie, not gambling. Eddie, not until the 1st of December. Not until the 1st, not until okay. Friday at midnight. All right, everybody All right, have guys, a great you're, day. You're the de- most depressing gambler I've ever, <laughs> ever, ever, ever in Please my get life. A, you're I ice already cold. set the alarm on my phone. Hey, guys, we always talk about the positives of gambling. Eddie <laughs> right now is why you should never gamble. That's just depressing. Guys, yeah. it's 30 bucks. Give guys, me a break. I can't gamble until December 1st at midnight. Yeah, I mean, jeez. I mean, what a day. Mac Brown's back in coaching, and if a is right is smart, they'll kick Jimbo Fisher's kid out of the stadium forever. Let's go home. He's not his kid. His nephew. Yeah. Cole so that'd be Fisher, like his brother's sisters. I mean, what kid. does he think he's doing? Like, does he really think he's gonna beat someone? I mean, okay, coach, we're not getting. Back right, we're not getting this. back right. into it. Let's go. <laughs> okay, all right, we're out. <laughs>